Yo, sometimes life calls for a change. Not fake, just different. It'll show you a different way. And right now, I'm on to my different way. I can promise you this is the same span, but the reporting is over. I'd like to welcome you to the Mr. Span Official Podcast. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mr. Span official podcast. I am your host, Mr. Span. This is episode 11 of the show. And yo, we are not alone tonight. We got friend of the show, sister of the show, Span Report Podcast Network collaborator, all around dope motherfucker, Cook Simmons here with us here at the Mr. Span official podcast. Say what's up to the people, fam. What's up, people? What's going on with you, sis? How's it been? How you, how you been? What you been up to? What you been going on? What, what, what you been up to? It's been a while. We ain't talked to people in a minute. Yeah, 2023 has not been the best. It has not been. No, 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 no. No? no? Well, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm privy to some information, but, you know, mm-hmm. I understand. So, and 2022 wasn't the best for your boy Span here either. We've been going through some shit here, fam. <laughs> we've been going through some shit that motherfuckers don't really we ain't gonna put our business out in the street but i'm just saying niggas been going through some shit niggas been going yeah. through some shit and we me and my sister done bonded over some shit here so this is why uh usually when you see somebody guesting here on the mrs man official podcast nine times it's gonna be my sister cook because cook gonna come with the real but also cook gonna come with some uh with, with the what's the word that i'm looking for here uh What's that French shit they be like? Uh, accoutrement. Je ne sais quoi. There you go. Je ne sais quoi. There you go. But how you been, fam? I'm getting better. I'm, I'm getting better. Making my way back. Working through. Adjusting. Um, it's just... It's, it's just yeah, it's just wild. Um, a lot happened uh, the first few months of the year, yeah. and uh, it took a lot out of me. <clears throat> and I had to kind of retreat a little bit mm-hmm. in, in, um, into myself, and um, I'm starting to, to move past some things and, and kind of come back out. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely get it. And, um, you know, like I said, me and you have talked offline about a lot of different things. So, you know, mm-hmm. sister, I get it. But when you ready to come on back to these podcast streets, no, no, I got you. No, I got I, you. And I appreciate that. I appreciate your patience because I think about that every like, oh, Lord, like I got to put content out. Like I got to. No, no, no. Listen, that, listen, 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 I'm not going to put no pressure on you to do nothing when life is life in. <laughs> That's just what it is. Like I, I'm a grown nigga, just like you a grown nigga. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Sometimes, man, like, as much as I would love to be on the mic and, like, you know, I, it'd be some shit happen. I'm like, yo, I need to say some shit about this. It'd be like, yo, man, you got some real shit going on. Them niggas can wait. They can wait, man. And, like, low-key, shout out to the listeners of the Mr. Span Official Podcast. Shout out to the people who fuck with us on the Span Report Podcast Network because y'all understand that, like, yo, man, as much as y- y'all know, as much as we would like to talk shit about the shit going on in the world, life be lifing with us too and like we all got lives outside like we not making no money off of this podcast shit let's be bit let's keep it a buck this podcast thing is something that we do for the love of it we do it because we love doing it but like yo we got other things that's going on and it kind of gets in the way of the things that we love to do and so oftentimes like yo man like damn as much as i want i want to talk about this y'all I, I swear to you, y'all y'all gonna be okay if Span don't say nothing about it, or if Cook don't say nothing about it. Y'all might get it in a different way. I might I might release a tweet. Cook might release a tweet or or Facebook status or something like that. But like real talk, life be like really kicking niggas in the ass. And um, I appreciate the listeners of like the the, the the listeners that we've been able to cultivate here that understand that like yo man, they got some real shit going on. When they do come back, I'm still gonna fuck with them. And I appreciate everybody. Who does that for us here? Like real talk, y'all don't understand how much that means to us here at the Spiritport Podcast Network. Real talk, and so um, <clears throat> yeah, man, it's it's been like shit. Damn it, three weeks since the last time I did an episode of this, and mm-hmm. um, there's been a lot of shit happening since the last time I talked some shit on this mic. But um, yo, man, we gonna we gonna just kind of get right into it, man. We gonna get right into what we got going on now. Like I said, it's been a couple weeks, so like there's some things that y'all be like, y'all, okay, man, we, we heard about this, but like I ain't had a chance to speak on it. Cook ain't had a chance to speak on it. So goddamn, we gonna speak on that shit tonight, as as you know, the great Bernie Mac with we gonna talk about this shit tonight. So uh, yo, man, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, mm. man, Ice Cube been out here talking some shit. Not again, <laughs> right? Not again. Matter of fact, this. <laughs> Not again, Ice Cube. Ice Cube been out here talking a little, you know, a little regular. Now, one of the things that I am happy about is that, like, when this happened, I didn't just, like, jump out there and say some shit, right? Because, you know, as much as I have been a critic of Ice Cube as of late, you also have to kind of understand that, like, yo, sometimes people can, like, take, they can hear some shit and take from it what they want, and then they can project that shit out into the world, and then that becomes the narrative that people run with, right? And so um, Ice Cube had a, a, a particular situation where he was, on, he was a guest on a podcast where he uh, a, reportedly told niggas that they shouldn't be uh, voting for the Democratic Party uh, ever again. There's powerful niggardry at work here. All right. Also, did you hear about Teddy Riley on um, Twitter? I have. It was uh. So I, I that was happening on Instagram. I did see it. So apparently, Teddy Riley is a Trump supporter, but he's got some very personal reasons as to why. But I, I, I'm, I'm willing to cede the floor to you, sister. What you got to say about Teddy Riley before we get to this, uh, this just, Ice Cube shit? 
I just want all these niggas to shut up. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just want them to shut up because between them, Umar right now has got some stuff talking about we need to not vote to show them we need this. Like, we just always, always going to be is a four year Republican, you know, presidency. And I'm like, bruh, I don't think you're paying attention. Yeah. We, we can't afford to play these kinds of games. Yeah. Like, politically, like, it's serious right now. And I, it, the, 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 the part that, like, irks me about those sorts of pronouncements around this sort of time. Is that you was like, niggas, have you not been paying attention to the last six, seven years? You know what I'm saying? Like, have you not seen what has been happening politically to not only just like the nation, but like black folks in particular over the course of the last six or seven years? Well, you would mm-hmm. come out and say some shit like that and think that like, yo, this is the this the move. Like, and it speaks to how disconnected a lot of these niggas are from the everyday experience that regular black folk who ain't got the means to like you know what if it if push come to shove if this is if this country goes to shit i got enough money where i can get the fuck up out of here and go somewhere else and be all right most people don't have that level of privilege they don't have that level of uh of income yeah. they don't have they don't have the, the ability to just pick up and leave this motherfucker if shit hits the fan a lot of yeah. these niggas that are talking about this have the are rich and they have the means to kind of move around where they're not going to be affected by this one way or the other. They can just say, well, fuck it. then I can just get up and leave. And I think they're disconnected from that. Not to mention if we were to not, if we were to withhold our vote, what leverage do we then have to go to the winning party to then say, okay, meet our demands. Yeah. It it doesn't really make sense. Right. Like, (laughs) like, okay, so I'm not going to vote. Right. I'm not going to vote. And therefore, like the things that I really want to happen for my community aren't going to happen because I didn't vote. The people who are going to win don't give a fuck. And they made it clear that they don't give a fuck about what's going on in my community. So those folks get a chance to like even like further entrench themselves in powerful positions. Therefore, the shit that I really want, I'm fighting against it because I'm I'm doing a protest vote on the people who are actually kind of speaking to some of the things that I want. It, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't Not make to sense to anybody paying attention. Right. And then if you don't vote in the general primaries, you still, during the general primaries, you still are voting for your local officials. Yeah. And you need to vote for them because that does impact you and affect you on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Like yeah. They play a lot on the, uh, I think what, what, what tends to happen is, is they play a, a Unfortunately, there's a, a a big portion of the American population who doesn't really pay attention to politics unless it comes in sound bites. Mm-hmm. And if you can if you can break this shit down to them in a sound bite, then they'll get it. But if it's a little bit larger than a sound bite, if they actually have to watch a news clip of it, if they have to read a news article about it, they're very mm-hmm. they're not very interested in doing those things. You got to break this shit down to them in a fifteen second to thirty second sound bite, and if you don't get them in them fifteen to thirty seconds, you done lost them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like a good portion of the American population get their politics from things like TikTok. They get their politics from things like YouTube Shorts. They get their politics from things like. Uh, Instagram reels, things like that. And so if you can catch them with like the little catchy thing that sounds good in the moment, it's like, yeah, but there's some other shit that you should actually be like kind of looking into 
to that that buttresses that, but they're not doing that work. And so that's what the dangerous thing about um, the attitude that like someone like an Ice Cube or a Teddy Riley. And like I said, with Teddy Riley, his shit was very personal. Because like, um, when the well, we're gonna talk about this here in in, in in a second. But when the Trump indictments came down, like he's on Instagram showing support for Trump as he talks about the you know his indictment or whatever. It's like, and and that was the first time anybody actually knew that. Teddy Riley was like a supporter of Trump and he's basically you know couching his support of Trump in the fact that yo Trump released my brother my brother was in in prison and he was serving two life terms and so therefore I'm I'm right with Trump because he released my brother you don't have to. He did. He did. He you, he did what you paid him to do. Because now we know right. that for two million dollars, you could get a pardon from President, former President Trump. He, you, the, 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 it's it's done. We're done. You're done. You, you, right. You don't owe Trump a motherfucking thing after that, right? You don't right. owe Trump a shit. You don't owe Trump shit after that. He did as a president what he's now. He go. He's going through some shit because of some things he did him to himself. And you out here advocating for him, and it's like, wait a minute. So because you benefited from something personally, the rest of us should like just be cool with the fact that, like, okay, so he released your brother, therefore you good with him. But never mind all the other shit that he's done that negatively affects the people who actually buy your records, who go to your concerts, who buy your merch. Like all those people are just supposed to forget all of that shit because Trump released your brother, right? So. Yeah, man, I think not to mention Trump was selling national secrets from not only the Department of Energy and the CIA. He sold God knows what to God knows who we live here. So these people, these bad actors get this type of information from this dummy and they attack us. Bro, we live here, too. Like, I. I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so we're going to get like, we're going to slide off into us catching up to us getting right back. We're going to get into the shit, right? So Trump, they got his ass indicted again. Trump's been indicted. This motherfucker got 37 counts of him obstructing justice, uh, violating the Espionage Act, of uh, 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 taking records of some shit that he ain't had no rec- he ain't had no business having a hold of. Like just all self-inflicted shit, all self-inflicted shit, man. And this is the importance of electing serious people to office. You can like, and so okay, all of this because Barack Obama won the presidency. Yeah, this that that's the root of a lot of this shit. That's the root of all this because a black man became president. Here you niggas go, naked. (laughs) <laughs> not niggas nigga let me let me pull this article let me pull this article let me read from this that's, article that's if niggas don't do nothing a nigga is going <laughs> to be a nigga hard they niggas hard they niggas hard but let me read from this article this comes, to, this comes out of political alright so we're reading out of political it says that uh Let's see. Lawmakers react to Trump indictment news. It says the comments largely fell along partisan lines with Republicans denouncing the documents investigation and Democrats criticizing the 2024 GOP presidential candidate. Lawmakers were quick to react 
uh, following the news that former President Donald Trump had been indicted on several charges connected to his handling of classified documents. The reaction largely fell along partisan lines with Republicans flocking to support the former president and denounced the investigation as partisan and Democrats using the news to criticize the 2024 GOP presidential candidate. The criminal prosecution of political adversaries is something that third world countries do and it's the sort of thing that the United States of America used to be against. Representative Harriet Hageman of Wyoming said in a statement sent out minutes after Trump, after the, after Trump broke the news of his indictment on, on True Social. Uh, Trump's apparent indictment on multiple charges arises from his retention of classified materials is another affirmation of the rule of law. Representative Adam Schiff, Democrat from California, a former Trump impeachment manager and the member of the high profile January 6th committee wrote on Twitter for four years. He acted like he was above the law, but he should have been treated like any other lawbreaker. And today he's been he has been. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jim Jordan said it's a sad day for America. And uh no one is above the law, says Representative Jerry Connolly, Democrat from Virginia, posted. The chaos of Trump continues, Representative Greg Landsman said on Twitter, what he's doing to this country, the extremism and the danger, and he and his allies present has to end only when those who support and, and enable him uh, decide to be done with his toxic, be- toxic behavior will this all be behind us. Now, I got to ask, man. Um, we've seen this nigga over the course of this spring, just this spring, been indicted twice he's been indicted once by the the state of new york he's been indicted again by the feds he's slated to maybe get indicted by the state of georgia for his election interference in the state of georgia and he might get indicted again (laughs) by the feds we got two endorsements we got two indictments down and two endorsed indictments possibly coming oh did you see that um text thread that they had where they were all texting it was about 30 um representatives i think they're in the house of representatives i forget but um all 30 of them it was marjorie taylor green and a whole host of other ones rep, um texting back and I forth i haven't seen board. it i haven't seen it you gotta put your boy up on as soon as I find that information, I'm going to send it to you because, yes, honey, that January 6th shit is not going away. And a lot of them are quaking in their boots silently yeah. because only were they caught up in it. But I think Jared and Ivanka are also caught up in this um, document scandal as well. Is that why she's trying to distance herself from her father and just said, fuck it, I'm going to drop the Trump name and just go by Kushner? Mm-hmm. But it's too late, honey. It's too late, baby. They, because I pro- let me tell you, these they're not that smart. They did all of this through email and text. There's a paper trail, and you mean to tell me the CIA is gonna let y'all walk? Mm. I think the fuck not. I, I I highly doubt the CIA because also too in some of those documents it names some of our spies. Yeah, it does. It does. Not only that, our spies where they're operating, what type of businesses they're the business that they're doing, so it compromises them. Um, it talks about our vulnerabilities. It talks about the vulnerabilities of some of our allies. Some serious analysis on other countries and what they're capable of. It yeah. talks about our nuclear programming capabilities. And like none of y'all thought about this when y'all was voting for him. Of course, like, they did. can we really trust this motherfucker? So check this out. I'm gonna play <laughs> this video because you know we got some video of like some of these uh, Republican politicians and supporters of Trump responding to this indictment, and I just kind of want to make sure that we, uh, like, 
it, it, it's going to be very interesting to listen to some of these folks like explain why they think he shouldn't be indicted. But uh, let me pull this up. Let me let me do this here. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna share my screen. Your boy, to upgrade it, I got a second screen and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, No, but let's see. Let, let's see what they talking about here. Let me let me add this to the scene. And uh, yeah, we're gonna do this here, and we're gonna do this here, and we're gonna play this, and let's see what they talking about. Mm-hmm. He is running for president. Oh shit! That's something I forgot to do before I did this. I ain't hardwired this motherfucker. Everything running off the Wi-Fi. So if there's a buffering thing going on, my bad, y'all. Again, according to the polls, he is the leading candidate. God damn it. I mean, can, can, can he be indicted and still run? I don't understand. That's the thing. He can't. This nigga can be a prisoner. In the Republican race. So how will these charges affect the crowded field of candidates? Mike Mars is... <sighs> is here now and he continues our coverage. Mike. Well, Liz, they're all trying to figure it out and former New Jersey governor and former federal prosecutor. Ah. I forgot to hardwire my shit, my Peter bad, turned presidential candidate Chris Christie tweeted no winning. Yeah, let, I, fuck this. I'm is sorry. above the law. GOP presidential hopefuls calculating how we can respond to this. My bad, y'all. Yeah, yeah. This historic indictment while not turning off loyal Trump supporters. That is where we are in the year 2020. Yeah, I, I didn't hardwire my shit. My bad, y'all. <laughs> my bad. Because, like, if I'd have hardwired it, we wouldn't be having this issue. It's like the Wi-Fi and whatever else. But essentially, like, Republican candidates for president, Republican, like, politicians are all lined up behind Donald Trump to say that, like, yo, it's the, it's the Biden it's the Biden Justice Department weaponizing the Justice Department against political rivals, right? And most of them are saying that, um, let me pull this down, but a lot of them are talking about how, um, you know, Biden shouldn't be, as a matter of fact, what was that? Uh, The Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, right now, is talking about how Biden himself has indicted Donald Trump. Biden ain't have a motherfucking thing to do with Donald Trump getting invited. <laughs> indicted. It was a group of, it was the grand jury in South Florida that indicted this motherfucker, man. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, uh, Joe Biden. And this goes, this whole thing goes into the idea of Republicans leaning on the fact that a lot of their supporters don't want to be aware of the real shit that's going on, right? You ever notice how, like, Republicans are always talking about how people are being woke, right? Ron DeSantis being one of those people who says where Florida is where woke goes to die. Being woke only means being aware. That's all it means. Being aware of what the fuck is going on. So anytime you hear any type of Republican, any type of politician talk about some, yeah, everything didn't used to be so woke. We're we're against the woke mind virus. Like, yeah, we want some people who don't know what the fuck is going on is what they're really telling you. Shout out to the pup. 
<laughs> He's saying the same shit. Yeah, nigga, they ain't woke. No. <laughs> the pup, like, yeah, nigga, they not woke. But no, real talk, real talk. Like, they are really saying to you that they don't want you to be aware. They don't want you to know what the fuck is going on. And if you do know what's going on, you are an absolute problem for them. Right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, the fact that they are talking about Donald Trump being indicted, and that somehow is because the Biden, <laughs> the Biden administration is indicting his political enemies is crazy. Because, again... As the pup said, <laughs> because again, it's a thing of like, yo, you do know, like, here's what they do. Here's what they do. Y'all remember when in 2016, when Hillary Clinton was running against Donald Trump and Donald Trump was um, accusing Hillary Clinton of like the email. Y'all remember the email scandal, but her, her emails, emails, but her emails, right? Y'all mm-hmm. remember this shit. And Donald Trump, Ended up winning the presidency because of the email scandal that happened with, with with Hillary Clinton, right? Now, for those of you who have been paying attention, Donald Trump was the president. The person who's the who is the current director of the FBI is a Donald Trump appointee. If there was anything legitimate about the the accusations that were being held against Hillary Clinton, guess what would have happened? Hillary Clinton would have been indicted. Hillary Clinton might even be in prison right now. One of the things you also should notice is that none of the people who are supporters of Donald Trump at this particular moment are not saying, they're not saying that he didn't do what the fuck he's accused of doing. What they're saying is he should be able to get away with it because one, he was an ex-president and two, he's a current uh, presidential candidate. So because he's a current presidential candidate and he's a leading candidate, we should just let this shit go up under the rug, right? The other thing that you should also also be aware of is that the only reason that Donald Trump announced that he was a presidential candidate so fucking early was because he thought that because if he announced that he was a presidential candidate, he would be immune to any of this shit. That they wouldn't bother to indict him for the crimes that he had been accused of committing while he was president of the United States. That's why he announced so early. He was trying to keep this shit from happening because he announced himself as a president. So now when you see Republicans talking about um, there being a thing of the Biden administration accusing Donald Trump because he's the chief, you know, opponent of, you know, uh, of Biden being the presidential candidate or the, his, his chief rifle or whatever, it's like they already know going in. They already knew going in that Donald Trump was going to be accused or, or, or was going. He had a chance of being indicted of a lot of shit. And like I said, there's two more indictments possibly coming down. But they're they're what they're doing is they're counting on people not paying attention. They're counting mm-hmm. on people not paying attention. People are definitely paying attention. The point is now. <clears throat> is that I think what's going to start happening, the party, the Republican Party is going to definitely start continue to cannibalize itself. Mm. They have run out all the reasonable and sensible candidates, and now they are left with these fanatics. 
fascist even. You know what's funny though, Cook? Is that some of these people, like, I wouldn't even necessarily call them fanatics, but they are like acting, they, they're acting like fanatics. They're, they're acting as though this, uh, this shit going on on the side doesn't really mean much, right? Like, I would say, like, people like Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. People like, uh, what's, what's really interesting is like watching Mike Pence, who Trump supporters wanted to fucking kill, is coming to the defense of Donald Trump at this particular moment. He's um, so pussy. This man, <laughs> this man has no spine. I hate him. Oh God! This man has <laughs> no fucking spine. But to listen to him, like to watch this man come to the defense of Donald Trump in a moment like this, and say that, you know, this is an example of the weaponization of the Justice Department. It's like, nigga, are you being for real right now? Like this, yeah. this, this man, like he, like off rip. Let's just let's just keep it a buck. Let's let's disabuse Mike Pence of the thought that he's going to be president of the United States because he's not. Trump supporters don't fuck with you, and everybody else ain't gonna fuck with you because you don't even have a spine to stand up right and say like, "Yo, this nigga actually tried to kill me, have his supporters kill me," and I'm still like, "But I need they votes though." So I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk bad about him because I need they, I need his people's votes. They not gonna vote for you, dog. It's not happening. It's not happening. The only person on the Republican side right now that is even like, well, there's two, but like, like I said, the both of them, neither one of them, I think, has a chance of winning. Like they got a snowball chance of winning. You got Asa Hutchinson. He ain't winning. And Who's then, Asa Hutchinson? He used to be the governor of the state of Arkansas, but he's been very critical of Donald Trump. Right, he's also mm-hmm. running for president. Got a he got a snowball chance in hell. The other critic that's running for president right now is Chris Christie. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. He's, now, he's now Chris Christie got his own baggage, right? Chris Christie was like, you know, this motherfucker used to help Trump uh, prepare for debates. Um, he was a longtime friend of Trump. Trump gave this motherfucker COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like Trump did did a whole bunch of shit. Now he's a very he's a very big critic of Donald Trump. You know, he helped Trump get to where he was, but now he's a very big critic of Donald Trump. He's gonna have a hard time convincing people that like, you know he's gonna have a hard time convincing people to like, yo man, you was really like riding with Trump before. Like now you a critic after he like after some some bad shit happened to you. But before it was bad shit happening to everybody else and you was riding with this nigga. So he's gonna have he's gonna have a hard time convincing a lot of folks, but Chris Christie and Asa Hutchinson are the two Republican candidates who are like really taking dart, like throwing darts at Donald Trump. The rest of them are talking about they're gonna pardon Donald Trump if he's if he's convicted. They're gonna support the Republican nominee if the Republican nominee just happens to be Donald Trump. Like all sorts of shit. And I, I guess the question to me would be like, what would it take for Republicans? To quit this crook, like what would it take? Because he's a crook. He's been indicted twice, right? Like, could you imagine Bill Clinton being indicted twice? Could you imagine Barack Obama being indicted, indicted twice, and being a legitimate candidate for president of the United States? For all of you 
who are listening to the sound of my voice right now. If that is not an example of white privilege, I don't know what the fuck is. Right? Because Obama would not have been able to survive an indictment. Not one. But this motherfucker is suffering from two. And he might have two more coming. Obama wouldn't have been able to survive that. Not to mention, he just got judgment against him for sexually assaulting someone. He's, he's a whole rapist. He's, he owes somebody, five, what is it, $5 million? $5 million. He owes somebody $5 million for sexual assault. And he's been indicted twice. He's a whole ass criminal mastermind. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't like, and that's the thing. This is, this is how we know that this is a cult. Damn sure right. It's a cult at this point. Um, I watched that um, shiny happy people documentary on Prime. Yeah. And this whole evangelical ecosystem that they have, it's a cult. It's a cult. And he and they will uplift anybody who's willing to do what they want to do. And because but see this is okay, so this is my thing. There are a lot of wealthy donors who are in the evangelical sphere, like the CEO of Hobby Lobby and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But for the real billionaires, are they really going to let him become a dictator of this country? They're not going to stop him? See, here's the thing, right? I think think they would so long as they feel like they would benefit. But see, this is the thing. I don't feel like he would listen to them. If he really was able to become dictator, he's not going to listen to anybody. I hear you. I hear you, right? But you got to understand, like, there are people who feel as though, like, hey, so long as he's on our side, we're good, and we can get what we want out of this supposed dictator. So, like, our point of view is going to be, like, yo, so, yeah, unions, that shit's, we, we done with unions. Y'all ain't got no workers' rights. Fuck that. We're going to be able to take advantage of our workers. You work however long we say you want to work, however long we, we, we say you want to work, or, I'm sorry, however long we say you're going to work, and we're going to pay you whatever the fuck we want to pay you, and we don't have to worry about your rights as a worker because, you know, the head guy is saying we ain't got to worry about that, Right? And so when you got somebody who's going to essentially when you got somebody who's essentially going to like like invalidate rights of like vast swath like real really big swaths of like the American worker or minorities, like you got a whole bunch of folks who and, and corporations included who be like, oh, we 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 down for that. We down for that. Like, yo, we cause it's all about the bottom line for us, right? Like if we can keep these motherfuckers working for like eighteen hours, like it, like well, shit. And all I gotta pay them is ten dollars an hour for eighteen hours. Oh, we can do that. Fuck that. And they don't have any like they don't have any recourse as far as striking. They don't have any recourse as far as organizing. As far as like advocating for more benefits, advocating for more uh, safety uh, issues. Because you know, like they like the regulation of. Uh, workers' rights and the regulation of environmental things and things like that. Like these are the things that, like Donald Trump is like, he don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. So when if if these corporations could get somebody in place who could like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about these regulations. Fuck these regulations, and toss that shit aside. These corporations will line up behind that sort of shit. They've shown it before, and they will do it again. So, you know, like 
again, when we when we talk about and we we we, we can kind of circle back to the whole Ice Cube thing. When we talk about the idea of people not voting or people voting for Democrats, right? Um, anybody who tells you that there has been no change, anybody that tells you that there is no policy that requires that you vote for the Democratic Party to keep these, what's the name of the, uh, uh, um, it's not it's it's a word for the dictators, and it's not aristocracy. I'm trying to think of the name of the word, and it's fucking leaving me right now. But it's 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 not is is not aristocracy because it's like um. I feel like aristocracy has something to do with like um, like uh like royalty and shit. I'm trying to think of the word. And I can't think of the word right now. To describe, describe it. To describe, like you know, the uh, like the hierarchy of American society that mm-hmm. would dictate to the rest of society what our rules are, right? Mm-hmm. We're no longer a uh, uh, democracy, but autocracy. 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 Okay. That's what I'm going for. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I I think like a lot of. Uh, uh, corporations wouldn't necessarily be opposed to an autocracy because the autocracy would kind of keep, like, not only not necessarily uh, keep things in status quo, but allow for them to do the things they wouldn't necessarily be allowed to do because the democracy allows for the regulation and the people who are put in place for the regulations that keep them from doing whatever the fuck it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so Donald Trump don't give a fuck about the regular folk, which is why it's ironic. They're like so many white working class voters are so enamored with this dude because he don't give a fuck about them either. Right. He doesn't care about them either, but they are under the impression that he does care about them. And that's the dangerous thing is that they believe that he does care about them because he, uh, he yeah, on racial lines. Yeah. When it comes to everything else, he don't give a fuck about them either. And that's the dangerous thing. And so, uh, you know, like I said, like when it comes to like like uh, the voters and everything else, like yo, the fact that there's so many Republican con- like like congressmen and elected officials who are still in Donald Trump's camp, despite the fact that he's been indicted twice, he's been convicted or not necessarily convicted because he's been held liable. It's a civil court; it's a different it's a different standard, but he's been held liable of sexual assault, and they still are like, yo, man, that's my guy. That's crazy to me. So as far as the working class whites, I look at it like this. There will be a night of the long knives. And this is a concept that I became familiar with. Because did you know that in Nazi Germany, there were Jews and homosexuals who assisted Hitler? I wasn't, but it doesn't surprise me. They were. And then after they were able to accomplish their goal of establishing the Nazi party, what did Hitler do? He got rid of all of the asses. He sure did. He got rid of every last one of them. It's no different than, I believe, during during the Reconstruction era, after slavery, the um, United States came to black men and were like, hey... 
you guys go out and help us, you know, exterminate some of these Indians out west, you know, we could probably get you some land or something. You know, a lot of black cowboys went out there and they were helping to exterminate Indians. Yeah. How did that go for them? Not well. <laughs> Not well. So as far as like, it's no different than the Cubans and the Puerto Ricans in Florida who voted for DeSantis and now look at them. Hold on. Listen. I mean, I, 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 that's my only solace in watching people do these things is that once they're done with you, they're done with you. They're done with you. Like they will use they they will use you to their own political ends, and then once they get what they need out of you, they will discard you. And so, um, like it's been it, it, it's funny being in like the social media age, and being in like you know we got we are bombarded by messaging, right? We got the local news, you got the the national news. You got folks who get their news from Facebook, who get the news from TikTok, who get the news from Twitter, who get the news from all of these social media apparatuses, right? The, the sad thing is, the sad thing is, is that we've been able to like inoculate ourselves from a lot of different sorts of news sources because we can pick and choose which ones we'll listen to, right? And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll basically cocoon ourselves into this thing that makes us feel good we won't listen to any news that like contradicts the thing that we kind of um the news that we identify with and one of the things i e even hear at the span report podcast network because i was going to say the span report we don't do the span report no more it's miss span official but one of the things i've tried to inoculate myself from is like only listening to the news that I, I fuck with, right? Like, or the news that like makes me feel good because I want to be able to, I, I'll listen to a Fox news here and again, because I wanted to see what the fuck they are talking about over there. What are they talking about over there? Why is it that the people who are supporters of Trump can't let this motherfucker go despite the fact that he's been indicted twice, that he's been held liable for sexual assault. And they're still considering him as a viable candidate for president of the United States, right? Not enough of us are doing that sort of work. Not enough of us are. We'll get into the news con we'll, we'll get into the news that like makes us feel okay, that makes us feel all right. But we're not listening to these outlets that don't necessarily tell us what we want to hear. And we got a comment here. Let me see what we got going on. It's Jack. It's Jack. Yo, what's going on, my brother? My brother, Jack Harp, says, good day, people. And I appreciate you. And it is a good day. And if I sound slurred, okay. it's because the Angels Envy is doing this thing. <laughs> but I appreciate Jack, man. Real talk, real talk. He's been a, he's been a, a guest on the Spanner Report. He's a supporter of the show. And we love Jack here at the Spirit Report Podcast Network, man, real talk. But, uh, yo, let's move on from this Trump shit, because cause fuck that nigga, right? For, no, awesome real shit. Like, I'm going to need the CIA to go ahead and and, and, and get the, and handle their business. I'm going to need somebody to do something. not jumping in here. <laughs> I'm going to need somebody to do something, because, like, real talk, man, I, I guess the thing... If he was black, what would you do, CIA? Do that. There you go. There you go. 
if he was a nigga, if it was a, if Donald Trump was the Black Panther Party, would the FBI be like, yo, yo, we gotta neutralize this motherfucker right here, right now, because they did it to our shit before, right? <laughs> hardship of folk. And we weren't trying to overthrow nobody. Like we really were. We just wanted to be treated equal. We just wanted to be treated equal. And they <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but so let me there's some other shit that's been going on, right? So there was a surprise ruling that came down at the Supreme Court. Um the Supreme Court actually would upheld section two of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. They saw that. God damn! They did that. Nobody in the fucking world expected them to do. As a as a matter of fact, shit, man. Who the fuck saw that coming? Did you have it on your bingo card that the Supreme Court of this United States, this Supreme Court of these United States, would actually upheld Supreme, uh, Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act of 1965? I feel like they had to do it because if they let more rights go, they yeah, it would have been an issue for them. It really would have been a serious issue for them. They've already got credibility issues out the yang. Clarence Thomas needs to be unseated. Well, we already got ethics issues when it comes to Clarence Thomas. We already yeah. got those going on. And Scalia and, and Alito and yeah. all of those guys yeah. have so, major so, issues. So real talk, <laughs> when it came to this ruling, who do you think was most mad? <laughs> Jenny. Jenny Thomas. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's powerful niggardry at work here. And her husband, fucking Clarence. Clarence wrote a motherfucking 50 page dissent to this fucking room. 50 pages, nigga. How? Listen, 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 listen. When it came to Coons, Clarence Thomas is the. You know how you got King Cooper? On Mario, mm-hmm. Clarence Thomas is King Coon. No, he is an ABC. He is they King. They call him. I, I saw this, and they were talking about Clarence Thomas's childhood, and in his childhood, they called him ABC. So you watched that documentary too, America's Blackest Child. So you saw that documentary too. So listen, 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 listen. I I, I would implore anybody who's listening to the sound of my voice right now, anybody who's listening to me, there is a. Uh, and like Frontline got a like they, they got a hold on your boy spam man. I watch the Frontline documentaries all the time, and PBS has done a documentary. It's about an hour and a half long. It's about Ter- Ter- uh, Terrence. It's about Clarence Thomas and his wife Jenny Thomas, and like they talk about his his upbringing, his wife's upbringing, and like how they how their political like. Uh, ideology came to be I implore anybody who's listening to me to check out this documentary by Frontline it's on PBS you can check the shit out on YouTube YouTube has it right Ah, they called this man America's blackest child when he was in Savannah Georgia right Um, but the interesting thing about that that documentary that I I thought was interesting was that like yo who would have thought 
that Clarence Thomas at one point was a disciple and memorized the speeches of Malcolm X back in the day. At one point, Clarence Thomas really thought of the Black Panther Party in glowing fucking terms. At one point, Clarence Thomas was a radical and he was a, an, a he was an angry black man when it concerned how the American apparatus was treating African Americans in this country. If you watch that documentary, you'd be like, so how the fuck do we get the Clarence Thomas that we got today? Because he felt that if we educated ourselves and started applying to these jobs and infiltrated that way, that we could improve our condition. But he had an individualistic mentality about it. it very, wasn't very much so individualistic, right? It, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's, but yeah, I've still left with the question. How the fuck did we get here? How the fuck do you go from being a disciple of Malcolm X where you are memorizing Malcolm X speeches? How the fuck do you go from a political activist and who a, a, a person who is like actually advocating against the American apparatus to the motherfucker that we get on the Supreme Court right now who is voting against voting rights for African-Americans all across this fucking country? How do you get to that point? How do we get the how do we get the Clarence Simons that we get today? And it can't be just the kids teasing him and calling him. ABC, America's blackest child, right? No bullshit. I, I, I really kind of want to go back to childhood and use that. It but. can't be just that though. And like this that documentary, this documentary goes, it, it goes back with him. Like it goes back into like his relationship with his grandfather. It goes back into his relationship with like, you know, uh, 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 like the, the, the Catholic church that he grew up in. Everything else, like Clarence Thomas was seen as going to be. Clarence Thomas was supposed to be the first black priest in Georgia. Like a lot of like he went to a Catholic high school, Catholic school. A lot of the nuns back in the day were saying like he's going to be your first black priest here, right? He went to Holy Cross, uh, was it Holy Cross College or Holy Cross University? I forget the name of the school. But even there, he was inundated with racial animosity. Even there. So, like, for Clarence Thomas to be the Clarence Thomas that we have right now is like, how the fuck do you get from that to this? Right? And so, we say all that to say that when it came to the voting rights, uh, because it was, a, it was a case that had something to do with the, 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 um, the gerrymandering of districts in Alabama, where there are seven congressional districts in Alabama uh, and that there was one that had a majority black uh, congressional district, despite the fact that black people make up 27% of the Alabama population. Clarence Thomas wrote the dissent on the voting rights act uh, decision that this came down recently. I want to say it came down last week, 50 fucking pages on where he decided that like, yo, they should not have to write a, uh, they should not have to incorporate like the amount of black people who are a part of the, who are a part of the state population in, in, in determining 
how black votes are being counted there. And so <laughs> I, I really want to know. I really like anybody who's listening to the sound of my voice right now. How do you get to a point where you are the one who are who who is proud of the fact that you can recite Malcolm X speeches word for word and yet you somehow come down on the opposite side of black people having franchise in the states that they're being represented in. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And also the fact that like nobody actually like expected the Supreme Court, this Supreme Court to uphold that. Nobody expected that. You actually had Brett Kavanaugh and just as uh, Supreme Court uh, Chief Justice uh, John Roberts side with the liberals who were uh, 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 Kentaji Brown Jackson and uh, Elena Kagan and what's the other one? What's the other? Sonia Sotomayor. Sonia Sotomayor. To come on on board with them to uphold the Voting Rights Act. Right? Meanwhile, Clarence Thomas, the black conservative on the on the court, is telling you, nah, these niggas shouldn't have the right to vote at all. Fuck them. I need y'all to watch that PBS documentary. I really do. I need y'all to watch that PBS documentary. I swear to God. Because I've watched it three times. And every, every time I'm just like, how in the fuck? How in the fuck? <laughs> Real talk. How in the fuck? And yo, Jackson the he's like, yo. He's like Coon Coon Rinse Thomas. <laughs> Yo, real talk. That's the truth. Like this comment. That's the truth. That's the truth. You coming through with the truth here, brother. You coming here with the truth. But like, yo, man, that's what's going on, man. Like, I can't understand. And and like I've like if you even if you've seen like clips of it, I swear to God, y'all really do need to like watch the entire fucking documentary. It's on YouTube. You can like I subscribe to Frontline. I watch all of the Frontline documentaries. They got like I I, I went to the Frontline like rabbit hole. 9-11, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, Nancy Pelosi. Those Frontline documentaries are the shit. I swear to God, they the shit. And like they, they really do kind of doubt, they do the, the deep dive into how Clarence Thomas became who he was, but also his wife, right? Also his wife, Jenny Thomas, and how she became one of the more influential far right wing uh, influencers in politics to where she has the direct phone numbers to the chief of staff of the president of the United States. In challenging, in challenging the election results of the 2020 election, y'all really, y'all really do need to like watch that 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 documentary. It's 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 good. It's good. Real talk. It's a lot too, though. Look, you got. I don't. I don't know how. I don't. I don't know what happened to him. I still want to know, but I'm gonna call him ABC till I die. I'm the problem. Not ABC. Not ABC. Come on. I'm the problem. That man is damn near seventy years old. He should not still be holding that. He should not still I'm be holding. I'm sorry, but it's I almost. Ever- you know what it gives? You know what it gives? You know what it gives? It gives the niggas who like yo black girls wouldn't talk to me when I was in high school. 
What I'm saying is, if I ever <laughs> motherfucker in life, I'm calling him. I'm like, what's up, ABC? You gonna call him ABC if you ever see him? ABC, what's up, ABC? What's going on, baby? ABC, yuck. All that. I'm gonna be toxic as fuck. Because <sighs> you and your wife need to be underneath the jail somewhere. Like, I. The fact that they, they, they claim they don't talk about this stuff. Outside. You know, she's telling him, like, well, you know, this is what we need to do, blah, blah, blah. And did you hear how her family was talking about him when they met him? Right. And, like, yo, like, okay. Yeah. I mean, we didn't know he was going to be a nigger. You know what I'm saying? We knew he was like, hey, hey, hey. Clarence Thomas didn't know. Clarence Thomas' wife didn't, family didn't know the nigga was black till he showed up to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for as much shit did y'all give Elon James White? For as much shit if y'all give Elon James White. Listen. Clarence Thomas didn't know. His his wife's family didn't even know that nigga was black until he showed up to the wedding reception. Like that Hey man, I, I fuck. <laughs> Fuck man, fuck. So yeah, that's that's going on. That's going on. We didn't got Trump indicted. We got Ice Cube talking shit. We got uh, Clarence Thomas out here talking shit. But like, yo, we got some other shit going on too, though. And this isn't even political, y'all. We've been we've been we've been heavily on the politics. We gonna talk about some messy shit. Although some of this shit is really messy too. Like let's keep it a buck. Some of this political shit is messy too. But uh, we got some messy shit going on, and that has to do with one Zion Williamson, and apparently not his baby mama, Mariah Mills. It literally just came down my IG and I was catching up on it real quick. She said, you ate my ass the other day. Nigga, what? (laughs) (laughs) You ate my ass the other day, Zion. And then she was like, it's the monkey's bare-assed uncle. (laughs) (laughs) She tweeted that. that. Zion out here eating ass and she like, and nigga, you got a whole lot of nerve ordering an extra side of greens at a time like this. <laughs> and then she said, it's been seven weeks. You can afford to get the DNA paternity test. And it only takes seven weeks. Then, fa- then, pre- then pre- presented the Google link of it only takes seven weeks to do an in utero um, DNA test. And seven weeks is all you need to be. She was like, you got enough money to do it. He was like, She was like, stop drawing this shit out. Like she was going Damn. So okay, so let me yeah. let, let, let let's get let's let's get to the brass tacks oh, of the whole Lord. shit. Let me let for those of you who are not aware of what's going on here. Zion Williams ate her ass the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Zion Williams out here tossing the salad. No, no. no. <laughs> And look, she's an she's they're all they're both I think they're both admitted only fan content creators or porn stars, one or the other. Ooh, we see that booty. 
I did not. Oh, man. That's... My eyes are on the road. Okay, mine was on that booty. Hmm. Good-looking one. Why, Zion? I need you, bro. I need him to. I need him to to to, to shut this down. It's too much information. You know what's bitch. funny? You know what's funny is that like Zion Williamson hasn't said a goddamn thing on social media since this shit came out, right? I mean, so, so did he say anything? We got caught stealing them um, crab legs. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Zion Williamson sold some crab legs. Was that him or was that somebody else? I think that might have been somebody else. Who sold them crab legs out the public? I think. That's not even somebody else. That was uh, Jamison Williams. That, that was oh, James yeah, yeah, yeah. Winston. That was James. Wrong nigga, wrong that was James Winston. That was wrong nigga. Wrong nigga. Wrong nigga. Wrong nigga. My wrong nigga. My, my bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, so so check this out, y'all. Um, for those of you who are not aware of what's going on, what are we talking about? Jackie is on a roll in the chat. Go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. So for those of you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, let me see what he's talking about. Let me see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Zion was doing more than dunking basketball scenarios. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly this nigga is. got some good th- he got some things going on. Hey, it's like me and Mrs. Jones, we got some things going on. Right? So um nah man, real talk. Real talk. Um for those of you who are not aware, let's let 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 let's bring it all back before we get to the mess. Let's bring it back. Zion Williamson went on Twitter, and he announced that he was about to become a father with a young lady. And uh, not only did he announce that he was become a father, but they also did like a, a a gender reveal thing on like social media and whatnot. And it was when he did the the uh, the announcement that he was going to become a father, and it did, they did the gender reveal, that Mariah Mills came out and let everybody know. They're like, "Hold on, nigga. Hold on, nigga. You got some obligations to me, and the shit that we got going on, right?" And yo. Real talk, Mariah Mills has been going off. And when I say going off, Mariah Mills has been going off for the last four days, nigga. Four fucking days. Mariah Mills might still be going off right fucking now as we speak Ramar- hold on so so you say she is hold on i'm gonna pull her tw- i'm gonna pull her twitter up i'm gonna pull her twitter up right because mariah mills has been going off for four days man about this nigga four days and eight four hours fucking days like yo and she don't follow but one motherfucker mariah mills has 1.1 million followers on twitter 1.1 million fucking followers on Twitter. God damn! She follows one nigga, and I ain't even follow, I ain't even tried to figure out who that one nigga is, but it's probably Zion Williamson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's probably Zion, because she tags this nigga and everything. The, her last, like, I don't know, maybe 500 tweets have been about Zion Williamson. They've been about this nigga, right? So, um, let me... Let me 
As a matter of fact, let me let me see if I let me let me let me, let me do some let me let me do my thing as 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 a podcast host. Okay, so we got okay, so let's see. Mariah Mills, we got a Twitter pulled up. I'm only here because I don't want to get yelled at. My boyfriend is literally black, and y'all would say I don't like niggas. Okay, okay. So in the last hour, she had. Uh, I, I, you know what? I take that back. Because in the last hour, she has tweeted about Zion Williamson. So I'm gonna pull her Twitter up right now. I'm gonna let y'all see what I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all see what I'm seeing because, like, yo, Shorty ain't. She ain't gay. She ain't stopped on this shit whatsoever. So let's do this here. We're going to pull up we're going to pull up Mariah Mills's Twitter. I hope that she don't have I hope she has some safe for fucking work sort of shit on her because Mariah Mills has done adult, you know, films and stuff like that. So let's let's hope that this shit is safe for work and stuff like that. Um let me see. Here. Let me make sure y'all can see this. Oh, oh, y'all haven't seen it yet. Let me pull this up. And let me change this up here so y'all can get more of a a view of this but um this is her twitter um let's see my man is zion williamson y'all are goofy i guess i should have tagged him in a tweet that was an hour ago um one of the photos i sent zion williamson this morning i know his baby mama mad and there she is bent over uh i didn't groom anyone zion williamson contacted me first when he was of age 19 and asked to take care and gift me, I didn't tell him anything to stop. <laughs> I didn't tell him anything. So stop pushing fake narratives. Y'all mad. I'm his fantasy girl. Every man has a woman they fantasize about now beat it haters. And he just sent her 20 K according to her. Mm, yeah. 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 Uh, finally sleepy. It's been days of being up from the bed, new from Zion Williamson, emotionally distressed and being drained. This was two hours ago. Uh-huh. Let's see. Bay. Bay Zion Williamson is not going to give none of y'all what he gave me. Trust that. I, I, trust that's all I'm going to say. He's not going for it unless you're a real celebrity bitch. I doubt it. Um, When y'all see me courtside cheering Zion Williamson this season, the jokes will be on y'all. Okay. Bay at Zion Williamson. Was spoiling me top dollar with an ass that you all claim is botched. Jokes on you. I'm up and stuck levels you'll never understand. Zion gonna give more bitches now. Gonna get more bitches now that they realize he was fucking with me. Millionaire or not, bitches look look to see that. Wait, wait, wait. Bitches, bitches or not, look to see what girls men mess with, and it raises their stock higher. I'm off this. Also. Call me botched all you want in real life. Y'all man and daddy's uncles show more. Damn it. And grandpas be breaking their neck for me. Don't let the internet fool you. So she's still going on. As of this recording, four days later, she's still tweeting about Zion Williamson. Still to this point. So I'm going to ask you, Cook. What we gotta do to get out of this group chat? Outside of blocking these niggas. Don't <laughs> know. Oh, like I just wanna be I just wanna be left alone at this point. Um I we nobody asked. It's like sis, just go on over there and y'all make it work. Figure it out. Now you know what's funny is that like of course, because of what's going on with her and Zion Williams and everything else, 
the internet is undefeated. And so this isn't the first time that Zion, uh, not, not necessarily Zion Williamson, but Mariah Mills has been um, somewhat seeking attention, right? So there has been video of her on the Wendy Williams show. And we got, we got that video here. So I'm going to try to pull this up. Hopefully it won't buffer as much as that, that last shit was. Let me see if I can do this here. Um, let me pull this down. Let's exit that one. Let me see if I can pull this up so you guys can watch right along with me. All right. And let's do this. Let's add to the scene. And let's see what she's talking about. Because uh, she was on Wendy Williams. Let's see what she's talking about on Wendy Williams. All right. Time for Ask Wendy. How you? Oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, Wendy. How you doing? My name is Mariah. Hi, Mariah. I'm fine. So um, I don't have any friends, and I always hang out with my family. I feel like girls hate on me, and guys just want to sleep with me. Like, I don't know if it's because of my big boobs and my butt, but they just judge me because of my looks. Like... What do you think I should do to make real friends? Well, <laughs> continue to be you. I mean, you seem like a, please, you seem like a sweet girl. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants to have at least a few true friends. Um, but, you know, when you pump your body, mm -hmm. you got to be prepared for the backlash. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? How old are you, dear? I'm 26 years yeah. old. 26. You've done a lot. And now you're stuck with that. So welcome to the wild side. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy. So. I, I, I'm sure you're happy. Yeah. But you understand how women would receive you when you walk in a room. You got pump boobs, pump booty, flat stomach, contacts, the whole bit. Good skin. Yeah. So I guess, I guess it comes with it. I'm happy. Yes. Hang with Is your she... family until you meet true friends. Yes. Thank okay. you. Good luck, Mariah. Thank you. Is she happy? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, she's on, like, fucking Wendy Williams asking about why I can't get friends. I'm happy. No, it don't seem that way. Like, you, you seem like you have a hard time connecting with folks. And you're on Wendy Williams asking Wendy Williams, like, how do I connect with real friends? Like, you're not, that, you're not necessarily that happy. What do you think about what she said? That was weird. Yeah. It just was a little weird. I think, um, honestly, she's not being... I think it was disingenuous. She is... How do I say this? She doesn't seem like a very pleasant person based on her present tweets, her current tweets. Mm. Um, I don't think she would have. She, I don't think she has the skills to develop any type of healthy relationships. So it doesn't really matter what her looks are because she could befriend other pretty girls. But it just from at this point, it just doesn't seem like she may be pretty on the inside. Yeah, there was another clip that I found uh, concerning this sister. Uh, let me pull this up so you guys can watch right along with us. Uh, let me do this here. Let me share my screen. And um, because this particular video here is, is speaking on the fact that, like she says, she can't uh, have friends because her friends, boyfriends or, or husbands are constantly gawking at her. She's too hot to have friends, apparently. 
So this this is what <laughs> this came from out of the uh, the U.S. Sun. Okay, so we go. Uh, let's see. If, can you guys see this here? No, you can't. Let me pull that up. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do this here. All right, and I'm going to play this video. So check this out. So I've had female friends before, but growing up, I noticed as I started caring about what I look like and my appearance, the friendships just started like, you know, becoming less and less. And, you know, I just figured because of my appearance and some of my friends have blatantly told me that we don't want you around us because our husbands and our boyfriends are looking at you. So is there any, I mean, you haven't got a, a record of taking people's husbands or boyfriends, have you? I mean, that's not the case. No, I've never, that's not my thing to, um, you know, talk to other people's partners because I wouldn't want that done to me. But I guess they feel like the attention that I get when we do go out for like brunch or dinner, they know that their boyfriends will be looking at me. And I've had some people's husbands and boyfriends have tried me before and maybe they don't want that to happen, you know? Right. It's, it's interesting, though, because that means that, that, you know, sort of those friends can't actually trust their husbands. So what sort of relationship are, are they in in the first place? If, uh, I mean, you know, you can, you can go out to dinner, meet all sorts of good-looking or beautiful people, but you've got to trust yeah. your partner that they're not actually going to run away with them. So it's their partner's issue rather than yours, isn't it, surely? Yeah, but I feel like sometimes women, they put their insecurities on me because I am very, like, my body does stand out a lot, you know? than the normal average body. So when I do go out, I do get a lot of stares. So I can, you know, I can know how they're feeling, you know, like, you know, somebody getting all the attention and they're just trying to drink coffee and, you know, just have a regular girl's night out or. Oh shit, that motherfucker just stopped, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm over her, I'm over it. Yeah, I don't... yeah, yeah. She's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she's boring. Man, she's boring. She's so boring. It's so boring. Like, girl, I, I, mm, 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 no. And what she needs to do is go find her a new nigga. Like, yeah, I think the thing that's like that's interesting about it is that, like, um, for one, You're, Jack is absolutely right. She is. She sounds like a total. Wait a minute. Dude. Wait a wait a minute. Wait a minute. We gotta we gotta do Jack his his, his whole thing. We gotta make sure he's right. We gotta pull him up, right? So she's probably a drag to be around. And yeah. So here's the thing, right? I think that the reason she's having such the meltdown that she's having is because of the fact that she has such a high level of self-esteem. How dare this nigga actually be with somebody else besides me? Right? If you have the if you have the the the, the idea in your head that like, yo, so when I'm around <laughs> other when I'm around my other people, they're like, yo, they all they men trying to talk to me. All they men trying to like be with me and stuff like that, and they trying me this and the other. And then here you got a dude who's fucking with you, but he's like, yo, but you know what? I'm gonna have this baby by somebody else. It kind of fucks with that whole idea that you have of yourself that you that bitch, right? You the one, because everybody else is intimidated by you. How dare this nigga 
have a baby by somebody that isn't me. How dare this nigga actually have the audacity to be looking at anybody other than me? She done went on Wendy Williams. She done went on fucking some uh, English show to talk about how hot she thinks she is. So the fact that Zion Williamson is like, yo, yeah, I'm fucking with you. But I got this other shit going on, too. Has really been a blow to her motherfucking ego. Yeah, and that is the fact. I don't know if you peeped the girl, the pregnant girl. I forgot her name, but when they were posing, she hit it with the... <laughs> but you know she what? was closed, honey. But you know the other thing, like what was well, like what was interesting to me was like when when like the whole Zion Williamson announcing the you know the uh, the pregnancy announcement, and everything else. People was coming after her too. You know they were coming after her for being like you know ratchet and like involved in fights and shit like that, and she had been involved with rappers and stuff like that. Like people had been like kind of coming for her too until like the Mariah Mills thing kind of came about. And then suddenly Mariah Mills is like kind of overtook the whole shit. And now here we are four days later, an hour, like not even an hour ago. And she's still talking about the shit, you know? So it's, 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 it's messy. We not above it here at Mr. Spam, but at the same time, like, eh, you need to let that go, sister. It's, it's like, it just get a new nigga. You need to let that go. You so bad. You so this. You so that. Like low key, like last night, I seen some shit. I'm like, yo, man, wrap this up, B. The Lord's Day is tomorrow. Wrap this up. <laughs> it's been three days. Wrap this up. But she's still at it. She's still fucking at it, man. So it is. That's 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 fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. But yo, that's what's going on in the motherfucking world, man. That's what's going on in the world. But yo, cook. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with your sister. Okay, you can find me at um oh hold on. What is my Instagram? <laughs> Not you don't know your Instagram. <laughs> I be knowing, I be knowing it's funny. I love you, but yeah, go ahead and tell her your Instagram. <laughs> you forgot your you forgot your IG. It's highly inappropriate <laughs> underscore spanet. That's go. highly inappropriate underscore S P A N N E T. And then you can catch me on Twitter at high spanet. There you go. There you go. There you go. And uh, yo, I, I didn't do it before we did the show, but yo, y'all know how to get in touch with us here at the Spirit Four <laughs> Podcast. Let's voice be heard. Go ahead and hit us up at the hotline. Area code 313-288-0485. It's area code 313 313- 288-0485 leave us those voicemail messages of course those messages will get right here live on the show and respond to in kind you can also email us here at feedback at thespanreport.com that's feedback at thespanreport.com go ahead leave us those emails and of course those emails will get right here and reply to here live as well follow me on twitter and instagram my name on both of those platforms is mr underscore span so you can go ahead and follow me to chop it up with your man span throughout the week also leave us a five star review on itunes Stitcher and Spotify, right? iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Leave us a voicemail. I'm sorry. Leave us a five star review on those platforms. We appreciate everybody who goes about the minutes of doing that. Doesn't cost you a dime. This is a couple minutes at a time. So let everybody know why you're rocking with us over here at the Spare Report Podcast Network and the Mr. Span official podcast specific specifically. 
<laughs> fucking angels envy is fucking with your boy. And uh, yo, man, we're going to get on. I'm a little tipsy. I ain't ate my ribs. I need to eat my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I got to eat my ribs. <laughs> well, I'm going to holler at y'all later. I'll talk to y'all again soon. But until next time, fam, peace. <laughs>